What's up everybody and welcome to another Seven Figure Photographer Live. I got a great and exciting program for you today. At least I'm excited. What are you? <laughs> so today we are going to talk about how to go location scouting from the comfort of your easy chair. But first, let's have an intro. What's up guys, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin and I have been in the photography industry for 25 plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created The 7 Figure Photographer to share my journey to 7 Figures and to help others find their way too. So I hope you guys are all doing well, having a fabulous, fabulous week. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited today, other than James's comment, <laughs> calling me out by uh, my old, old nickname. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. We got Mia here with us. Let's see if Mia got her stuff all set up. I, I imagine she has to since she had everything all. She is going to be answering all your questions or at least reading the questions for me from the live chat. So make sure that if you do have questions that you comment there because I'm going to go over a lot of crazy information today. And I don't know why I've never shared this before, but what? Oh yeah, you want me to? Mia gets so annoyed when I have it on her. So I'm gonna show you a couple, a couple of things like from the computer, this is a lot easier to do from a laptop than it is from like, you can do it from an iPad, you can even do it from your iPhone, more than likely an Android phone as well. I just have never worked with those. I think they're archaic or something. I don't know. <laughs> Such a butt. Yeah, let's jump in and get started. What I'm gonna do real quickly, well, before I get started, I wanna, I wanna kinda talk about something real quick. So one of my biggest, and I'm, I'm going to hurt some feelings here. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't intend to hurt some feelings, but I'm probably going to hurt some feelings because I know many of you guys that are new or that are, you're, you're still trying to figure it out. And this doesn't necessarily go for all photographers. For some reason, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. And not that it's a bad thing. I think that it's good to ask for help with anything. However, for some reason with locations, I've been burned so badly in the past. It is one of the few things I don't very often share unless I know that you have made a lot of effort on your own and done your due diligence to find your own locations. Now, that being said, part of the reason I feel that way is because for years, I would drive up and down every square mile of this Treasure Valley where we live. Uh, we're talking a, a pretty big valley. And I would look left and right, all the way for miles down these roads, just looking for locations. Now, I'm honestly, I've told people this, I've told people to do it themselves. I typically don't like to give away my locations and this is the reason why. A number of years ago, if you guys have ever been in my studio, you'll notice there's a barn door hanging on the wall as one of our props. I don't shoot on it a whole lot. The reason I have that barn door is because years ago, I found a location just across the street from my house and I started photographing there. I had permission to do so. It was owned by the school district, but it was an old farmstead and it was locked off, had gates and everything. And I never ever saw another photographer over there. One day I had a friend who was a photographer come by and she had noticed the location as she had come to my house. 
And I told her, I said, you could probably go over there. I have permission to be over there, but just don't tell anybody about it. Well, within weeks, months, people were breaking the locks. Photographers were over there daily. People were shooting there all the time. And it's not that I was trying to keep it all to myself. I didn't want it to end up locked up. In Boise, where we live right now, many of our normal open locations have been gated off and changed just in the last year. One of my favorite places to go up on the hill called Table Rock or even just up around that area, they've put a gate down miles below it. And so the only way to get up to it is to hike up to it. And it was one of my favorite places to shoot, not even up at the location itself, but just below it. So locations are one of those really sensitive things to me. Unless you are, like I said, somebody that's close to me and has done the work. I know that you've done the work and you just need a little bit of help. I'll give some guidance. But this, what I'm going to share with you today is going to be the best guidance you've ever gotten because I'm going to give you all the tools to do this and make it work for yourself. So let's jump in to my computer here. Let me do a screen mirror real quick. Okay, so there's three things we're gonna use. Number one is Google Maps. So here's my Google Maps. The first thing that you're gonna wanna do in Google Maps is you're gonna wanna make sure that you're signed into your account that you wanna use, okay? So in here, if you click on the little hamburger stack over in the top left corner, right up here, you'll notice there's a pop out menu. Now there's a number of things. The one thing that I want you to pay attention to is this thing that says your places, okay? Now over here, we have lists labeled visited and maps. Now visited are places you can mark as places you've visited. Labeled are things like you could put people's information in their business information in there. Lists are like certain things. You can put like travel plans, like this one I have for travel plans. It's just creating a number of different places that I want to stop, which is like great for if you wanted to like map out multiple locations before a shoot so that you can be prepared. We typically do this, but we do it in notes. This is actually, now that I've been playing with it, more and actually more beneficial opportunity just because it shows you all the pins on a map. But what we're going to do is we're going to come over here to maps and we are going to create a map. Okay. Right here, we're going to call this shooting locations. Okay. And boom, it's probably not going to work because I already had a shooting locations in there, but we're going to come back over here to my shooting locations. So, or shoot locations. So as you can see, I put a couple of things in here. Now, what's really cool about this is you can do a number of different things. One, particularly in your maps here, is you can create new layers. So if you click on the little open in my maps, I'm gonna go back just so you can see that again. This little tab right here, open in my maps. So if you click that, it opens it up into your map and now you have these different layers. As you can see, I've already created a layer called bridges, a layer called old vehicles. One down here, we're gonna add here in a minute. One cool thing you can do in Google is you can just type in bridges. And did you know that you could do that? I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah, so we just typed in bridges. And if we scroll in, we can actually find all these different bridges through town. You can find basically anything on the Boise River. Here's one that's like Settler's Bridge, which is, I'm not even sure what that is, Settler's Bridge. 
Is that Settlers Park? Yeah, but... It's because it's the bridge that crosses the two ponds then, probably. Oh, is that what it is? Probably. So anyway, ultimately, the, go the goal is here is you can literally look up where you want to go. Now, I've actually created, and this is, this is actually one of my favorite bridges to shoot at. I wish I had some pictures here to show you, but this is just called Red Bridge. Now, I know the location. This is kind of my favorite spot to park. A lot of people know this location, so it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to share it with you right now. So, but let's just say I want to add this to my map. And now that I've added it to the to my map, it turned it into a blue icon. Now, what's cool about this is we can actually go in here and we can choose the color of the icon. I want all my bridges to be yellow. We're going to choose this top yellow piece. And then I'm going to choose an icon that specifically is a bridge. Now, we can give this bridge a new name. Like, let's just name this Park Center Red Bridge. Okay, save, boom, it's all done. Now we can actually go in here, we can even put instructions in here. This one is an amazing spot for fall photos because the colors are just incredible down there. It's a great spot for all throughout the year, but for fall photos, it's excellent for that. So just put some notes in there and what it's gonna do is it's gonna add it over here to your bridges layer. Now let's talk about old vehicles. This is a fun one. I've actually been driving past like every day or like every couple of days and it's really random. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna type in Black Cat and Amity and see what this pulls up here. Okay, do you remember that little farm that you're always like, yes. that farm's for sale? They have this really random old like station wagon sitting out in their front yard and they have Christmas lights on yeah. it. And so I just thought, I was like, man, like that would be a great spot to pin or like, like if they would sell that car or something for a studio. So what I want to do is I want to actually click over here into my old vehicles. And then I want to actually click add a marker and I'm going to tag right there. And we're just going to call this old car. Okay. And we're going to save it. And now we're going to go in here. And because I've made all my old cars this teal color, we're going to call it teal green, not teal blue, um, <laughs> because somebody is weird about that. And then we can actually go in here and find all these different icons. And what's really fun about this is that you can actually mark like all the different things you want on here. So we're going to type in car. I already have this one saved, but we're going to use this car right here. Okay. When you go into the app, you'll actually see that your other icons, the ones that you've used are right here. Okay, so now we have old car. Now I'm gonna like share a couple of really cool secrets to like something else. This other layer, I'm gonna call this layer flowers. Ooh, fun. <laughs> and then what we're gonna do, okay, many of you might've seen on my TikTok this time I did a shoot in the parking lot of, what is it, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. And what I did was I had a client and they were like, let's do something really fun and challenging. We went to Whole Foods. Literally, they had this like small area of lavender and we took pictures there. So I know that every July, the lavender blooms there. So let's actually make this one purple for lavender. Yeah, let's go purple. And let's see if we can find flowers in here. Oh, look at that, flowers. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So now we have a flower location. So now let's type in Whole Foods. 
Broadway Avenue, Boise, Idaho. And the one thing I know about that is that it's right here on the corner of East Front and Broadway. So I'm going to take my pen. I'm going to drop my pen right there. And I'm going to put lavender. And this is going to be typically between like June and July. Typically lavender blooms at the end of or the beginning of July. Like July 1st is like the the harvest time for it. So you can get some residual afterwards, but let's just kind of put that in there. We're gonna change this to purple for lavender, just for fun because it's a flower. And then we're going to call it a day. So now we have flowers on our spot. Now we're gonna type in lavender farm because there's this one right down here, Meridian. Okay, it's gonna play hard to get. So <laughs> let's go black cat and cherry lane i think is where it's at okay uh west cherry lane black hat is it no it's not on black cat it's down uh, on yeah. uh mcdermott huh i don't really know it well enough. i mean i know yep lavender acres right here okay so now obviously this is a business so we can do it but let's go ahead and add this to our map and we're actually going to turn it purple and we're going to put the flower on it so now we know that like when we need flowers and those are typically going to be in that time of like whatever. So let's just say for fun because they actually have sunflowers there too, right? Mm -hmm. But it is lavender acres. Let's, you know what? We shoot sunflowers. Let's see. I don't want to give that location away. You, gotta be I mean, um, you don't have to be careful, I guess. But I'm trying to think of like the, like a good spot for just random sunflowers. So this is just to show you how we can make this more fun. Let's just say that we want yellow flowers. And so we can actually go in here and we can actually change this to yellow and put flower. And we can add that to our map and we can actually put in here, sunflowers must pay and schedule. Okay, now I know you guys are like, okay, Sam, you're sharing a whole bunch of stuff. like where you already know where these locations are. How do we find the locations? Well, this is where it gets fun. So now that we understand how Google Maps works, what I want you to do is now you can actually download the app on your phone, the Google Maps app. It looks like, um, let's see here, where is it? I have it in my maps. It just looks like the little Google Map thing there. And I can tap in there and what's really cool is I can actually go to my maps right here and I can go to shoot locations and it's gonna have all of my stuff in there, right? Now what's fun is that's just the map legend, but now look, in fact, I'm gonna airplay real quick this to my other, so let's switch back to me and I'm gonna disconnect from there and I'm gonna screen share this to you because I can do this next part on here just as well. So on the phone right here, you're gonna see all these different like spots. So we have this yellow flower spot right here. We have the purple flower spot right there, the purple flower spot right there. So we have all these different spots just under the maps at location. And so if we wanted to, over time, as we're going through locations, we can actually, Anytime we find a location that we like, we can actually pin it on the map in Google Maps 
and we can go in and add it to our map. Now let's just for fun, let's say that we wanted to, let's scroll in to where I'm at right here, okay? And I'm pretty sure, okay, it's gonna make me go out of there. But what I can do, I can tap and I can add, and I can save it to, I think to my maps. Maybe it's not gonna let me do it that way. But you can save the locations and then you can go back in and add them in after the fact. So now we're gonna jump into, we're gonna jump over to another app. And I'm actually going to show you right here on the phone. We're gonna go Google Earth. This is a free app and if you've never played with it, it's amazing because what you can do is you can just first of all hit this X and then you can just go to where you're at, okay? And so now what this does is we can actually get down and really look at locations. So if we click on the 2D, so the little 3D got under the guy over there, it gives us a chance to really look in close. Look, this is my studio right here. You guys want a studio tour? This is so old that it has my old car <clears throat> sitting in front and the trees that got torn down. But this is, this is just my building right here. And it looks like all of our cars are wrecked. <laughs> But it's kind of cool because we can just check things. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you one of my secret locations that nobody knows, and we're just going to do a quick scroll over just because I know where this is at. And look, you can see right here. Do you know where this location is? I think it's where we do the families quite often. We do. We do a lot of our like BFF yeah. shoots. Yeah. So this is just inside a neighborhood, and what I can do is I can get in here and I can just scope it out and see what it looks like and I can really just see a lot of stuff if I move around you can see there's this little walking footbridge right here that I love to shoot on there's this pathway that comes all the way back here along this white fence um, this is all public well it's technically private for the the subdivision but nobody thinks any the wiser here's one of my bridge locations right here just marked if i turn a little bit guys look i can literally get so much idea of what is available what the shade is like what the light is like based on as you can see we have the compass down there in the bottom so we know which direction we're going but we can just zoom in we can check out places all over the place here's the other part of the walking path that i shoot on a lot there's this little boulder down here and a tree but you can just get an idea of everything. You can go through and you can search all that you want. <laughs> You're getting so animated, it's hilarious. Well, I, it's just, it's, it's really cool. So my brother used to, my brother who, I told you guys the story about my brother who was hit by a car. He loves to gallivant, he loves to search things. And so before Google Earth was even a popular thing, when you had to buy it as a program and download the maps, he would go on to Google Earth and he would like search places out and then he would get lost for days, literally like disappear for days. Oh, no. And he would go searching these places out like because he wanted to check them out. And so like guys, I literally like, if you look at this, you can kind of see the grid for the way our valley is. Okay, so, that's crazy. but either way, now here's something that's really cool because that's one of like buy. one of the cool spots about down by Centennial is that road that has all the little lights. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. And so, but I never think to shoot there, but if you come down here, so now this road right here is really cool and it has all these little light poles on it. Where are they? Um, you're looking at, they're on that 
yeah, that walking path there. Let's. They're just they just mine it. <clears throat> but you can just kind of get a good idea of how things are. Now there's also like if we zoom out, I know that there's a park in this little neighborhood yes. right there, Demire Park. Yeah, I've actually photographed some people there before, but I forget that it exists. But like you can literally look and see like oh. It's like, got a really cool, like, that sh um, watershed there on the right of the pond is really cool. Yeah, and there's, like, this little tree, tree right here, the, in, yeah. the willow tree. Mm -hmm. So, like, we can actually just search places out and find places really easy. I think, see, if we click the dropped pin right there, you can actually location copied to the clipboard. Now we can come over here into our Google Maps, and we can hit right here and hit paste, and it should take us to... Oh, let's take, let's paste. And then boom, it takes me right to that location. Now I can actually just hit save and we'll just do favorites. Okay. And then we'll hit done. Now that location is saved. I can go back into it whenever I want and I can, I can add it to my list of like, cause there's a big willow tree right there next yeah, to the water. The right. Kids love to so that's one of those things that I could put in there is willow tree or pond water like those are different things that you can do now let's um let's go even a step further i'm going to show one other really cool spot I'm disappointed the chicken wasn't above my house so it was easier for oh i haven't put the chicken in there yet so there's chicken. actually a there's a little <laughs> chicken icon and i told me i was going to put the chicken on her house oh that's why you wanted to see your yes, house huh because i wanted to see my chicken okay so this is another really popular place to shoot. A lot of photographers from Boise shoot up here. Holes Gulch, Camel's Back Reserve. And you can see that like a lot of people get stuck, like that's their spot, Holes Gulch. But what they miss out on is there's a lot of other available areas like this military reserve. I shoot right here a whole lot, right in this area. It's called reserve. A lot of people don't realize that you can go up into here as well. There's a lot of great area up here. There's up on the hill. There's over here. I mean, just so much. Like this yeah, is a new that, bike that's where park. The old freaky cemetery is right. I want to shoot there at Halloween one time. Oh, this one up here. Yeah. But you can mark all these things on your list. Now, this is just Google Earth, and this is just a way to be able to see things. Now, the other thing that I want you to understand is, like, say for instance, we go over here back to Google, and we want to look at this location. We're going to click on it, and we're going to actually hit. Oh, no, we don't want to hit live. I forgot what's the... Um, I'm not sure what you're Does this to do. not have street view? It should have street it should view. Have street. Yeah, it should be a layer. Click the little layer icon below coffee. Oh, that's right. Okay, so now we can actually go to street view. And this is if, like, you want to get an even better, like... Yeah, Eric was talking about using the 3D Google Maps 3D satellite view. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so this one's not as good. I have used, oh, I think you have to kind of be on like the main roads to be able to use street view. But you can literally, guys, you can drive down roads. Like, look at this. We can just drive down the road and check things out. Not that this neighborhood is anything exciting to <laughs> check out, but I can't seem to get it to work. There. It's, it's hard. It's to use. slow. But if you find an area, like for instance, the park that we were just. Um, we got to be over a road here, but we can, wherever it's got the blue, we can drive right up to that area and see roughly what our park looks like. Okay. 
So there's the trees that we were just talking about. The pond is right behind that tree. Let's come over here just so that we can see a little bit better. There's a tower or something over there. Yeah, that's the cool watershed. I don't I remember it. that. It's so pretty. So, yeah. So that's just kind of a really quick rudimentary way of using Google Maps to identify locations. Now, I'm going to show you one other thing because we're still on my phone. Oops. Now that we have, let's just say we're going to take Military Reserve because it's a popular yeah, area. Milit if I can spell. And I know for those of you guys who are not here in Boise, this is like, doesn't matter. Okay, so if we go to Military Reserve and we want to go up and around the corner right here, Cottonwood Creek Trail. Okay, if we click on that and we take the, I think we can get the, so we take this right here and copy it. This is just your, your, uh, what is it, the lateral or longitude and latitude. Oh. Okay, now this next app that I'm gonna take you into, this is one of my favorite apps. It's amazing when you're trying to plan out shoots. It's called TPE or the Photographer's Emeritus or something like that. <laughs> We're gonna to reset to today's date. This is amazing because what you can do in this is you can go to locations and we can search for addresses or places and let's just hit paste for that spot and we're gonna hit the pin. Now this shows me in this location, right exactly where I was at. I'm doing this all for my phone, guys. It shows me the yellow line right here. This yellow line is my sunrise. So if I were shooting in that exact location, let's just say that I'm actually gonna walk down here onto the path right there, okay? Now what's really cool is this pathway, when it's about, I wanna say like, well, five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock, we start to get some really warm low light through the trees there, shooting up this path. As you can see, it has our sunset as at 8.33 p.m. That's this orange line. The blue is the moon set, and it happens at 8.40 a.m. That's for in the morning. But then there's all this other information there, and you can actually look at, uh, there's like, you can look at like the level, like the levels of the hills and stuff around it. But you can just get a really good idea of like these different things. So for instance, the red pin shows that it's like lower than the white pin, which is 13 degrees up above it. It's giving you an idea of what your hill is like, if that makes sense. So, and that just switched them. So if we take this, oops, put that there, that just shows us like how what the degree of difference on the hill is behind it. So this hill right up here is actually pretty high. If we look, and it kind of shows you like right, oops, I messed it up, right there. So it shows you that the hill, or that there's hills behind you, things to, to keep in mind or to look at, but it just really gives you a good idea of what to look for in, uh, in shooting. If you zoom way out, you can kind of get an idea one of the things that we do is we photograph like uh, over the city for sunset. And so I like to know if I'm planning a shoot, I want to take it and I want to say, we're going to say next week, next Friday, just for fun. So Friday, the 29th of April, it shows me that the, if I were to shoot from there at sunset, let's say up on this hill, 
it says that my sunset is going to be this direction. So if the city is actually right down here, this is downtown, then the city is not even going to be in the background if I'm shooting that direction. So we're actually better off to come somewhere over here and find a location over here, which might be just up on the hill here. And then let's go there. And then that way it's going to show me that the city is just to the side of where my sunset is. So if I want to shoot with the city in the background at sunset, that's a great option. It puts the sun kind of a little bit to the left of the city and it just gives me some great option for photographing at sunset as long as I'm shooting with light, which you could do without light. But that's just kind of, that's one of my favorite apps. I love to use it to see when the sun comes up, when the sun goes down. I guess I'll share one more with you since the, we use this one, if I can find it. It's in my, that's the hard part, Sun Scout. Okay, this is, this is a fun one. Uh, this is called Sun Scout, and basically what it does, since you guys are seeing this, it just shows me at what time will the sun be where. So it shows me that 7.03, 7 o'clock is about when the sun rises, and as you go throughout the day, you can't see me moving my phone, but if you could, here, let's just switch to the other option. So as I move it, it shows like where the sun is in the sky and what you're going to be dealing with. As you can see, I'm looking up at the lights. So it's just kind of a cool opportunity to, to see how things are working. So Eric wants to know the name of that one again. Uh-huh. Eric wants to know the name of that one. That's a Sun That Scout, one is right? called Sun Scout. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to switch over back to my page. And so um, that's this one right here uh, in the top right corner. It says Sun Scout TPE is the one second row down on the far left. And guys, if you want to make an easy way to watermark your pictures on your phone, iWatermark is great. <laughs> there you got a whole bunch of apps from me. So that's honestly like... You can get so much with Google Google Earth, being able to just find things, using Street View to check things out. I didn't even give you like a ton, but that was a lot of information because with the Google My Maps, being able to map out everything you can do. Now this is, I actually have done this before in Maps, like Apple Maps, uh, I, ha I do the same thing. I just create drop pins and then I save them and I title them. They're not, it's not nearly as intuitive as being able to do it in uh, Google Maps. But one cool thing is, is that you can take those maps and you can add them into, into like your favorite or places you wanna visit and export it into a system. Like I think Upper is one of them, but you can create routes based on like your like most efficient way to travel to those places. So if you wanted to plan out a whole session, you could do, the whole session right there. So I hope, do we have any questions? No, no, you got those two from Eric. Okay. Did you guys like that? Was that beneficial? It sounds like Eric already uses it a little bit, but easy, easy way to find locations, create locations, post them on a map and save them on a map. Just make sure that when you're out and you find new locations, like last year we found a flower field <laughs> Do you remember? Well, Lauren actually shared it yeah, with us. Lauren a flower field that I always saw people shooting at, but I just never knew where it was. I didn't want to ask anybody because I'm such a like stickler about, stickler about asking locations. But this was one of my seniors and she was like, I want you to come take pictures of me there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we were all over it. So we know that the farmer 
is in that area. And so we can go check that area out every year. Uh, we also know like there's this one place that they have sunflower fields that they bloom at a very specific time, but they're a long ways away. And we're talking like thousands and thousands of acres of sunflowers in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. But I'm not going to share that one because... <laughs> you have to find it yourself. Yeah, you got to find that one yourself. <laughs> so I think that's it. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I think... I don't know. I wish... I'm sitting here going, I wish there was a way that we could... Well, but we don't want to give the pins away. So, no. What? You can share the pins. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, when I do, like, the blog posts and stuff, it'd be fun like some of the common ones to just like, yeah. Like, and that's a great idea for a blog post guys. Like, like share your five favorite locations. They don't have to be your real favorite locations, but like I have spots, there's this one spot and it's like, it's impossible to miss it. If you drive up bogus basin road, the orange berries that happen in the fall and summer, I love it when they're on because they are so vibrant in pictures, but I just, like sometimes I just get so stuck doing the same, same thing, thing all the time yeah. that I forget. And so having a map where I can look at it and just be like, oh, boom, there's like all my locations. Like, oh, I want to do flowers. Here's a flower spot. But being able to just pull it up on my Google map like this and just be able to see everything in one spot, like, you know, different different icons, different colors. Oh, like, you're still on me. Color code is just kidding. Yeah, there she go. So just having this and being able to have them. Oops. Color coded and location coded part. Yeah, because like helpful for me. Like I just have all these, and then you can click on them, and it just you hit the button, and it takes it or hit the directions, and it'll take you there. So it's it's just really cool. One of the things that and the reason that I was encouraged to share this with you guys is because one of the things that I was working on yesterday was mapping out all of the locations for all of our mailers for last year. Oh, right. So we did a direct mail campaign and we kind of wanted to see like where did, because we sent like like 60 miles that way and 30 miles that way, 40 miles that way. But I wanted to map them out and see like, is it really necessary to buy all those names on that list? Because are they really working for us? But we were kind of like, well, we only gave it one chance. Let's give it another chance. And I want to map the same data this time, like who comes in, do we get more, what percentage, are they still in that same area? Because they came from like pretty much like three different, three different schools zones, yeah. and then like zip codes and stuff like that. One really cool thing, because I was trying to like find perfect zip code maps yesterday. I wanted to see the overlays of the school zones. That was harder than, that was frustrating. Yeah. And I tried to do that because like if you go into Google Earth and I'll share this real quick. Okay, so this is this is really cool because in Google Earth, you can actually type in, let's just say 83642 zip code. And if I hit the button, it actually, it outlines the whole zip code. So I was actually looking to see if I could like get a school. I wonder like West Ada. I know, there's gotta be some way to do that. Without having yeah, to draw just gonna it all on there. The, well, no, it like for the zip codes, it does it, but yeah, no, but um, I mean for the school zones, which is kind of weird. Cause I know that like, I know some like, so like the church uses right. Google and they use the like, but I don't know if they just draw them out. That's actually something I didn't show you guys. You can actually go in here to your maps. And if we open in the maps location, I don't know if this will be incredibly beneficial for you guys or not. But you can actually zoom in here and you can click on this and add a line and shape or add driving route. 
But anyway, you can add a liner shape. Let's go to this one. There's add a liner shape. And you could actually go in here and say, like, I want to take from here to there to there. And you can just section off pieces. If you want to, you can name it something. Um, and I'm guessing this is how they do that. Like you can, cause you could just like select different roads and, and yeah. whatnot, but it is kind of a tedious process. So I'm not going to keep that one, but that's kind of how you can map stuff out specifically. Now looking at the map on my computer, you can kind of see it. It has just all my spots, especially when I zoom out, I can see all my spots. I actually added one here. Oh, is it not on here? Oh yeah, it is. So old car. Oh, that's the one that I had added. This is actually one I shot at years ago. And I was like, I just wanted to play around and see if I could find it because I drove back there one time before and I ended up just driving back and forth <laughs> down roads and never found the old car. But I know like the farmer or the people that own the place will let us go shoot there. Yeah. And like, if we look real quick, I don't think we, so anyway, we can actually go into Google. Like I literally, zoomed in on it with the satellite view just to get the the view of it to find it and then now i know exactly where it's at so okay that's all i got for you guys today i hope it was fun oh there that's mia but that's everything for you guys today enjoy go play have fun with it let me know what you think if it works out well and that's it take care